Hello, welcome to the Nebraska Wedding Podcast. This is episode six. I'm Kelly LaFleur, your host, and I am so excited for today's episode. Our guest today is Kara Brissett Yates, a wonderful photographer located here in Omaha. Um, I talk more about it, but she is just a dear friend of mine, and we go into detail about her experience as a wedding storyteller. That's really her passion um, during the wedding day is seeking out those moments and finding that story. So I don't want to ruin too much by saying too much to introduce her because we talk a lot. We talk a lot about the wedding day. Um, We talk about her biggest thing that she is passionate about. So you have to listen. Um, And also what her like secret desire and dream is. So I hope you enjoy today's episode. If you're listening, hit pause. Uh, snap a screenshot of what you're listening to, share it on social media, tag us at Nebraska Wedding Podcast, or head to iTunes, Google, Spotify, wherever you're listening, and leave us, you know, as many stars as you think we deserve. Um, Leave a review, leave a rating, anything would help. Share it with your friends, and I am so excited for the future of this community. We have a ton of episodes already recorded and coming out through the next three months or so. We've got lots of photographers. We've got planners. We have travel agent. We have um, DJ, more floral design. We've got catering and transportation. So um, if you're in the wedding industry and would like to be a guest, send me an email. Hello at laceworkfilms.com. I would love to talk with you more about seeing what you're passionate about and want to share with the community. So uh, without further ado, here's today's episode. Hi, everyone. We're here today with Kara Yates. She is a photographer here in Omaha. She specializes in weddings and has had over 10 years of experience. And I am so excited that you're here because Kara and I have become good friends and enjoyed lots of good conversations <laughs> over the last year. And so over drinks and appetizers, over drinks and appetizers. So having a microphone in front of our face is a little different. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. And I'm excited to talk about all of your experience as a photographer and what your passion and heart behind all of it is. So thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Um, Before we dive into you and your business, um, I'd love if you could tell listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do. Well, essentially, I'm a storyteller. I mean, I love to spend time with people and getting to know them and showcasing what's important to them, what makes them happy in life. And uh as a wedding photographer, that's my main goal is I want to sit back and showcase the whole story of the day. And I think that's such a unique view on wedding photography, too, that it's easy to take images and just look at the pretty images. But I know you really focus on the story behind every single imminent image. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. I mean, and I think that's what's evolved over the last 10 years. I mean, you look at any wedding photographer's website and you see the pretty images of the bride and groom out in these great, awesome landscapes and it's framed beautifully. And, you know, you know, that's what you want. That's what most people strive for. But um, I don't know. In the last couple of years, I've just realized that that's not all all it is on a wedding day. There are so many different things. There's so many different relationships. There's you know, grandparents, there's parents, there's sisters, there's friends. And, you know, when you get all those images back at the end, you know, once you receive them there, there's so much to look at, you know, there's, it's just, I I have brides tell me like, I didn't even know you were taking that image. And that's my goal. Like, that's exciting for me. It's like a treasure hunt. Like, what can I go see? What can I seek out and capture? It's true and authentic. And 
isn't contrived, isn't scripted. I mean, that's the stuff I live for. Yeah. Yeah. As far as like your storytelling point of view, like what what was it that made you go after that? Was it a experience? Was it a person? I think it's a lot, a lot of things. Um, I attribute a lot to my mom when I was a kid. She always took images of us. And I mean, she had this 35 millimeter camera and um, she'd take photos and it was just a big treat. Like we'd go to, back then it was Kmart and Shopco, <laughs> drop off our film, you know, get the doubles. And then I don't know how many days it would take. Like I think back then it took like a week and we would go, we'd be so excited to go pick up this film or pick up these prints and flip through. And my mom was amazing at, she'd get home. She had an album for each of us. My brother had an album. I had an album. And then there was like a family album and she would get the pictures in. And I mean, those albums are dog-eared now because we've just flipped through them so much. They were in a spot in our living room in this cabinet and my brother and I would sit, pull them out, look through them. And uh, she truly just inspired me. I loved it back then to be able to go back and look through. I mean, what was I, five, six years old? There wasn't that much memories to look through. But yeah, back then I loved that. And um, I think that it's just carried through with me. I did 4-H. I did uh, photography in 4-H. Like I was the dork that went outside. We had my other 4-H buddies. Cindy Vanek was over with me. We would go um, take pictures of our pets like yes. for projects and things like that. I was the the dork kid that went to my neighbor's house and like they had their family albums out and I'd look through them. And I remember one of their moms being like, why do you want to look through our family pictures? And, and I didn't think anything of it. I just love it. I love being able to go back to a time when those photos were taken and revisit it. So I think that that's truly where I got my start, you know, of loving those types of images. And, um, and then I remember my dad, my dad and I took a trip to Florida when it was just he and I, like my mom remember my, my brother stayed home and he had this old 110 camera, like with the little square flash bulbs. It's old school. Cool. And he just let me have it. Like you just do whatever, you know, just experiment, just have fun. And like, then I was hooked. And like I said, I went through 4-H and did it. And um, then I went to college for graphic design and that kind of helped me with, with the artistic ability to it, you know, taking the art history classes and seeing things and what makes good composition and all that. And then I just stuck with it. Cool. Yeah. I love it. And I think you were talking about as kids flipping through albums and everything like that. And I mean, I just think about my kids now, if they're bored, they want my phone and they're flipping through the camera roll. Like, yes. you know, yeah, it's the same too. thing, new generation, new technology, but same concept. It is. And I think, and that's another big like passion point of mind. And I tell this to, you know, every couple that sits down in my office with me while we get to know each other before they hire me for their wedding. But um, I'm huge on tangible goods. <laughs> like I feel bad for kids in this age that they don't have that. I mean, yeah. and it's no, you know, it's just, it's not like a problem in terms of like, we've set out to do that. It's just, that's the way technology has gone. And I get worried because everyone's images live on hard drives or phones and those things can fail like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. And so I pushed that to my clients too. I said, there's a lot of work and time and effort and planning that goes into this wedding day. You know, it's not just fly by the seat of your pants. I mean, we talk about the planning. We talk about the timeline. We, you know, find nice lighting. Like we do what we put a lot of effort into these images. 
and your guest list are the people that you want to be there and to remember. Yes. And so when all is said and done and I hand you a USB drive full of images, it's kind of hard for me. Like, here you go. I hope that you do something with these. I hope this doesn't sit in a drawer and become obsolete. And so with my graphic design background, I really try hard to work with my clients in terms of, yep, you have all your images. Isn't that awesome? Like you have every single one. You can look back at them, but let's get something tangible for you now. Let's work on a custom album design that can live on your coffee table and you can pour through and people can come over to your house and look at, let's get a wall gallery up on the wall that, you know, not every day is awesome when you're married (laughs) you have some fights you have some (laughs) trials and tribulations and but you know the days that you can come home and walk through the door and see those images on the wall it just makes it all better it takes you right back to that time whether that's you and your husband you and your mom you and your grandma you and your dad um so yeah i really push that to my clients i think that's an extra added service but i'm super passionate about it I would love to know just a little bit more about you and your life outside of photography and everything like that. So could you share a little bit about that with our listeners? Sure. Uh, I'm a busy mom. I have two kids, five and eight. So we all know that they take a lot of our time. Uh, I have an amazing husband. I feel super fortunate. He's just, he's my rock. He's just a kind, super patient man. He keeps me in line. (laughs) you balance each other well oh my gosh he's yeah he's like if i get nervous if i'm antsy like he's the complete opposite he's just like oh yeah i thought i stopped thinking about that five minutes ago kara like why are you still thinking about it he just i aspire to be more like (laughs) he's good i mean and he's great in the fact that you know we we he works during the day i'm home with the kids i'm running that um on the days like I don't have daycare to do work, you know, I'm trying to fit work in in between the kids. But then he comes home and I'm like, hi, tag, you're it. I'm off to a session or I'm, you know, getting my stuff ready for a wedding on a Saturday. He's amazing. And the fact like he helps me load up my truck, he helps pack water bags, you know, like water snacks. I don't know. He's just he's really good. And I'm very grateful. So we like to spend a lot of time together as a family. That's what we do, uh, whether it's being outside we like to go to the lake my mom my parents have a lake house and we like to be down there like to be with family and we like to go explore we love to travel I mean that's huge we don't get to do it as much now (laughs) that we have kids (laughs) but we did take a trip in um, October for our 15th anniversary 15 year anniversary and it was awesome and it was just good to spend time together just he and I and adventure you know adventure seeking trying new things we rented a car and drove in Spain and we made it. I mean, we got a parking ticket. <laughs> we made it out. But no one Just died. The car wasn't crashed. Yeah, we didn't crash the car. We had to pay for a new car. Um, but yeah, we found our way around. We went to, you know, from Barcelona to Girona to Pals and back and it was fun. Yeah. And then I think from there, your husband kind of caught the travel bug because then there was a surprise at Christmas. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Which I had no clue. He told he just asked me. He's like, "Do you have a wedding going on this weekend in in uh, December?" I said, "No." He's like, "Okay, I've got something planned." Well, I just thought it was like a trip to Kansas City or something fun for the weekend. No, he woke up and he had on uh, it was uh, the week before and he's like, "We have I think it was like 36 hours and we're going to Disney." And he planned the whole thing. I was it was so really fun. fun. It was super so cool. fun. 
He's a, he's really good at surprises. That's awesome. <laughs> Takes a special person to be good at surprises. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we spent a lot of time. I mean, um, we, so we built our house. I don't know. It's been three years now and my husband did a lot of the work. And so there's still a lot of unfinished projects, which is okay. You know, <laughs> so we do a lot of that kind of thing together, work on those and plan them out. And I don't know. We just love being together all of us it's a good time yeah yeah that's awesome and you know me i'm usually photographing it yeah <laughs> because I behind my, the camera yes i want my kids to have those memories i and it's funny because my kids during you know mom come on and i'm like and i always tell lennon do you like looking through the albums once i get them done well yeah and i'm like okay so just stand still let me get a couple pictures <laughs> and it all works out <laughs> okay so with over 10 years of experience of shooting weddings and photographing families and telling people's stories. Um, I'm sure there were a couple things along the way that were maybe stumbles or mistakes that have helped you learn and grow into the expert that you are today. So what would be maybe one or two scenarios that you have thought of that you feel like have really helped you grow and become a better photographer? Yeah. I know it's not easy talking about mistakes. Oh, gosh. No, I completely understand. I mean, it's so when I first started weddings a long time ago, I mean, I was just I was green. I was, you know, brand new to it. I just knew I wanted to get in there and tell stories, get in there, get to know the people, showcase what they were all about and their day and the connections that they had. And and so in the beginning, I didn't really help plan timelines. I just kind of like, you know, knew the time the ceremony was going to be, knew what time the reception started. And then just, oh, I'll be there this time and just kind of, oh, we'll just go with the flow of the day. Well, I learned very fast that was not the best thing to do. And I mean, just me being young and naive. And um, so now I really, as a service to my clients, I really work hard to to work with them and talk. You know, I realize, hey, this may be the first time you're getting married. Maybe it's not, whatever. But it's not like you've done as many weddings, been through as many weddings as I have. And so I truly pride myself on helping them write that timeline, get that timeline in place a month or two before the wedding. And I, you know, I sit down and do that for them. I, I just basically ask, you know, what time the ceremony is going to begin, what time um, the reception is going to begin, what time dinner is going to be served. And then I lay it all out for them. They want to do a first look. Most of my couples do first looks. Some of them don't, but we start at the beginning of the day with the getting ready images, and then we find a nice private location to do their first look, and then we roll into wedding party photos, and we do family photos, and I do it that way so families don't have to get there super early in the yes. day and have to wait forever. Also, I think of grandparents and elderly people and mobility concerns, and I want them to be comfortable. And yep. So, and then we have I always implement a little break before the wedding. They need time to sit and chill and not do anything, get a drink of water, just calm themselves and get excited for walking down the aisle. And um, and then from there, we just kind of plan the rest of the day in terms of if we're going to a special location after the ceremony. And um, I don't know, it just works out really well. Yeah. And so I do that for all my couples and I can't imagine not doing it. I know. Once you have a timeline, it's hard to go back. Yeah. And all my couples all have to say like, oh, thank you so much. Like we since we had this in place and you were in charge of it, you kept us on track. We didn't have to worry about a thing. We just sat back and enjoyed, which is my ultimate goal. 
Totally. I always tell people like my number one goal is that you have an amazing day. And number two is that I deliver amazing images. And it does truly go in that order. Because if, there's been times when I'm like, you know, look at the sunset and look at this trees or whatever. We have we have this awesome opportunity. But if they're pictured out and oh, they just want to go. Totally. Yeah. They want to go be with their family or want to go be with their friends. I can see and note that and understand that. And I'd rather them go do that than spend more time getting images that they, you know, if they're not going to enjoy it. Gonna, yeah. Yeah. I make sure we have plenty for the day, but yes, that's my number one goal. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I think it's really good and important because I think there can be some experiences that couples have where um, photographers and videographers were more focused on that portfolio image or wanting to get that gorgeous sunset shot. And if often the couples are just like, Hey, we're done. Like we just want to party with our friends and hang out. And if we sat back and let them have the wedding day that they wanted to have and have those experiences, I think we would get more authentic footage and photos and we would be getting them doing what they love. So I know I, I struggle with that, especially when sunset. Because we all know how good that golden hour <laughs> yes, light is. It's beautiful. <laughs> I mean, and I think that's all of us just wanting to do our absolute best. I mean, yes. even if you, if you like the beginning of the day, you got these amazing images. Yep. You always want more. You always want to deliver more. But, you, but your client doesn't need yeah. 75 images of them together. Yes. They need 20 or whatever. You know what I mean? They need what's going to make them happy. And then they need to go enjoy the day. Yeah. There's so much time, money, and effort spent into planning that day that they need to enjoy it. Enjoy it it and not be worried about being in front of a camera. Yeah. Constantly. I think that, you know, as wedding professionals, that's like the big fine line that we have to um, balance. Letting, standing back, letting the day flow and capturing authentic the way it is, unscripted. Not coercing, not mm-hmm. not navigating, not um, telling them what to do and how to do it. Watching it, waiting for it, capturing it, directing it a little. Yep. And then stepping back. Because I have found it so many times that if you just let them, you know, if there's some downtime during the day, whether that's the bridesmaids in the getting ready room and they have a little extra time before the ceremony. I love, like I search that stuff out. I know I've got what I need and I go on a hunt. And now it's just like, "Mm, I'm just gonna sit back and watch. And that's when you find that golden stuff, you know, totally (laughs) the grandma and grandpa, like they're in the corner and they're waiting and they're cuddling and they're talking and they're maybe they're crying because they're so excited for their granddaughter. Those are the things. If you just let everything be, you can find some amazing stuff. And I love to do that. So what would be something about you that your clients may not know? Do you have any Hidden talents, secret dreams. I truly do have a secret dream of being a travel photographer slash restaurants uh, critic or connoisseur. I don't know if I could, I don't like the word critic because I think it sounds too no, harsh. Um, I have this, I I have this, I don't know, knack or ability or I love, like if I know we're going somewhere, I love to spend hours searching Airbnb to find the perfect spot mm-hmm. to stay. That was that's my secret dream to do that, to travel the world. Like when I retire, that's what I want to do. I want to go review restaurants and in and, and photograph travel places and 
find the hidden gems and whether I start a blog to share them. But that's what I want to do. That's my secret dream. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if people know that that about that me about that. And so what is, what drives that? I mean, obviously photography. Yes. Then- I think it's and we've talked about this before. I think it all boils down to. Yeah, I was a cheerleader in high school. I wasn't the whole rah rah. I was more like I just want to support it. I wanted to support my friends. I want to support the people that are out there. And I think I'm just a true cheerleader at heart. Like if I find a business I love, I'm going to tell everyone about it (laughs) and I'm going to showcase them, whether that's photos or videos, because I want everyone else to see what I see. So whether that's in, you know, you travel to some new town. I mean, of course, every place you go, there's tourist activities and there's things that people say there's a must see and a must do. But I love finding the stuff that's off the beaten path, the mom and pop places that I can support and then I can encourage other people to support and their lives are made better for it. And I'm just cheering them on, you know, it's that's easy <laughs> for me. I can't, I have a hard time talking about myself, but if I, like I said, if I find someone I love or a business I love, I'll promote the hell out of totally, <laughs> you know I mean? totally. So that's what I would like to do. Yeah. Oh man. That would be the life. I'm just thinking like eat all the food. Yeah. Try new things. Yes. Um, maybe something else they don't know about me is, uh, I love London and I, my daughter love to bake. Like she's the girl that will pass up cartoons for the food network any day. Pioneer woman, um, kids baking championship, all those. She loves to watch them. And then she loves to go try them. And I, I'm happy to help her. Like I want to teach her those skills and we work together in the kitchen. You know, I work like this is two thirds cups. So we have a one third cup measuring cup. How many do we need? You know, I'm really trying to help her with that. And she has such a sense of pride when we get done making something. Funny thing is, is she doesn't always eat it. She's this yes. skinny mini little thing. And, and I'm like, you just made this amazing cake. You don't even try it. Oh, maybe a bite. And I mean, and that's it. And then we have to find like, we can't have this in our house. We got to yep. find someone to yep. give it to. I think that's what holds me back from baking so yes. much is that then it would there. sit and I would eat it. And or then you get done and you have the sense of satisfaction. But I have a really good friend who she loves to bake and I love it when she brings stuff over because she can't eat it all in her house, you know. And so it's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, we do that. <laughs> we would take it to my dad or we take it to my mom or like all, even the neighbors. I'm like, hey, does anyone want to try this? Yeah, <laughs> because we can't have a whole cake soon in her house. Yeah. When people are seeking out different kinds of photographers, your style particularly. Yeah is storytelling. And so what are some things that if couples are looking for a more storytelling documentary photographer, what are some things that they should look for? Well, I think that everyone loves a different kind of photography. And I think that's why it's so important when they're sitting down and making these decisions and deciding who that they may choose as their photographer. I think it's super important that they get to know them, whether it's just a phone call or sitting down in, in an office. I mean, I have a home office. I love to invite people in. There's nothing, I mean, text, email, phone calls are great, but there is nothing better than sitting down and looking someone in the eye and truly learning about them. I mean, I, I sit down across from my couples and I can see how they interact. I can see what I'm going to anticipate to photograph at their engagement session and at their wedding. And I just think it's real important that they communicate what they want, what their needs are, what's important to them. Um, my clients isn't the client that wants all the, you know, the decoration. I mean, I love to photograph that and, and to show the story of the day, but I don't spend 
the majority of my time doing that. I spend the majority of my time right next to my clients or my second photographers with, you know, the guys and I'm with the girls for those different aspects of the day. But I am there right with you because I want to see your mom helping you zip up your dress, your mom crying when she gives you a special hanky, those types of things. Those are the storytelling aspects that maybe are so small and trivial and you kind of forget unless you're reminded of it. But if you have those images, that just solidifies that memory so much better. And that, I mean, I've learned that huge. I have memories of my dad, but when I see the photos of him, like it's just that much stronger. And so that's another thing I think it's really important when clients are looking, you know, anticipating who they're going to go with. You can see the highlight reel on everyone's website. Right. You can see the best photos. But I think it's truly important that they sit down and ask, hey, can I see a full gallery from a full day? I want to see the beginning. I want to see the end. I want to see everything. So you can see how that photographer captures the whole day. You know, that there's that their work is strong throughout the day, not just here, not just here. And um, if you can envision yourself in those images, getting those type of images, then I think that's the photographer for you. And another element that a lot of photographers either do or do not and clients, I think, often think that they don't need um but we were talking about printing photos and doing something with your wedding photos. And I know, you know, we got our album back, but then it was another two or three years until we printed a photo to put up on the wall. And even now, like my mom just gave me the disc with all of the images. You know, I have our wedding photos buried somewhere on my hard drive of my computer, but she gave me a disc and I was like, oh yeah, I should like look through these. And it's been six years, but it's not something that is consciously at the front of my mind, but I think it is so important um, to have that ability for clients to get their photos onto their wall as soon as possible and do something with them. So what are some things that you've seen couples do with their images and what are things that you love to suggest to them? So I love to suggest an album. I mean, I think that's the way I shoot when I'm shooting. I, you know, I take pictures of things yeah, you may not, you know, so say it's um, like your hanky that your dad, you know, you're giving your dad or things like that, you know, that are small. You may not put a big, you know, 20 by 30 of that image of that on your wall, but you want it included in the story of your day. And so those are the images I love to get and plan. Hey, I'm going to lay it out in a spread like this. We're going to have a big spread and then we're going to have this little photo here and then it's going to tell the story of the day. So I mean, with my graphic, de- so my degree is in graphic design and that's my background and I, I'm constantly thinking while I'm shooting, oh, this, this is going to be a spread like this is going to be a full page bleed across here. And then we're going to add this, this, and this. Um, so I love, like, I absolutely love that. And I do, some of my collections include an album, which is great. And again, that goes into a whole other spectrum. I, I have clients that, Hey, we want to choose the images and I'm, yes, no problem at all. I'm happy to do that. And some of them get back to me in a week or two. And they, hey, here's all our all our images. We these are the images we want in our design, and I lay out their design, and we go back and forth to get it just right before it goes off to print. Or I have some clients that take over a year to get their images chosen, which I understand. It's overwhelming, and um, and you know, and then maybe they don't get it done. But then I have some clients that say, Hey, Kara, I trust you. You know design. You know the wedding. You shot it that way just design us a book and then, you know, show us the proof before you proof it. 
And I do. And I'm happy to do that. So, and then I love, I love making a wall gallery for people, which by wall gallery, I mean multiple frames, multiple frames up on a wall that's going to tell a story. I love to see little vignettes throughout your house of a photo or two that are throughout your whole house. You can go and find. Well, and I think a gallery wall is also something that is easy to conceive and easy to think about, but a lot harder to do in actual practice. Correct. Yeah. So I mean, because obviously there's... your expertise. <laughs> yes. And especially because there's so many images to choose from. So I have the software and I can lay all that out. I have a lot of my clients. Hey, we have this wall in our in our home, like it's above our couch or it's here or there. And I'm like, hey, just stand back, take a picture of it. I mean, it doesn't have to be fancy, just with your iPhone, text it, email it over to me. I will lay it out for you so you can see in real size what that wall is going to look like. And they love that. So I pride myself a lot on bringing, you know, clients back into my office after everything is said and done. Let's sit down. What what can we do with these images? How do you want to utilize them? Uh, I have these awesome little custom image boxes where it's you know, a photo on the front, you open it up and there's loose prints on the inside. I mean, that's again, there's just something about holding yes. tangible prints in your hands, knowing they're yours, knowing nothing's going to happen to them. They're not going to get deleted off your phone or off your hard drive. They're there. You can have that. You can have another little easel set up next to it and you can pull the, fo- the photos out, set it there, change up your display each month, um, that type of thing. The other, the other thing that I think is huge is, you know, so we have a wedding day. We have multiple hours of coverage, you end up with five, six, seven, 800 images for anybody. I mean, I work in the industry. That's overwhelming, let alone someone that does it. Here you go. Here's 800 photos. Have fun. That's not that's, fair. That's that's doing your clients yeah. a disservice, in my opinion. So what I do is I do a slideshow just in its and it's just photos set to music with transitions. But when I deliver that gallery, I say, here, watch the slideshow first. It's two to three minutes. Tells the story of your day. You're gonna, you're gonna feel good. You're gonna see everything. And then when you're ready, let's go on you and can dive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can spend your time looking through these images. Or if you if you, you know, because that's I do an online gallery, so they get it sent to them. They have access to it. Their friends and family have access to it. Aunts and uncles can go in. They want to order a photo. They don't have to bother the bride and groom that have the disc of images. They can order right there. I send it right to their house. It's pretty nice. But then I just say, hey, if that's overwhelming to you, just come in. Let's sit down together. We can pull them up on the computer, do yay or nay, dwindle it down to your favorites. And we can have all your favorites up on the screen and choose how we're going to display them, which ones we're going to put in an album, which ones we're going to print, which ones we're going to put in, in um, wall frame wall pieces. I bet your clients walk out with just like a sense of relief. They like it. Yes. <laughs> it's it's a good thing to have that type of that help, that knowledge. I mean, cause you've heard the term analysis paralysis. When you oh, have 5,000 yes. things to choose from, it's so much easier to say, I'll push that off to another day. I'm not going to choose. Yeah. And, and then five years goes by and 10 years goes by. So I think it's just it's huge to get it done right away while things are fresh in your mind. And let me help you do that. I'm happy to do it. Yeah. And along the lines of talking about 10, 20, 30 years down the road, um, I know a lot of what's kind of solidified your heart and purpose behind all of this is, you know, you lost your dad recently. And so I would love if you could talk about how that experience has helped shape you into um, 
a better, you know, it's helped shape you into serving your clients better and really giving you another why. Exactly. Yeah. So I lost my best friend in 2013 to brain cancer. She and I had gone to preschool together, best friends, pretty close, almost sisters. She hired me a lot to do family photos for her. And um, I was just super grateful that I had that opportunity. But that was my first experience with losing someone that was super, super close to me. And so that kind of started it. And then in January, very unexpectedly, we lost my dad. Never, ever thought it would happen. And um, my dad is my rock best friend. He owned his own business for many years. He supported me. He gave me my work drive my ambition. And, um, it, it was, it was hard. It was really hard. And, um, but having those images of my dad, like meant the world to me is, you know, while we were getting ready for his celebration of life, I poured through hard drives. I poured through f- printed images to find the things that were going to help me feel good. And, um, I don't think I could get through if I didn't have that. And I know there are people out there, heck, I'm a professional photographer. So of course I have these images. We got family photos done. I mean, I realize there are people out there that don't have that. Maybe they have one or two or three, whatever images of their family, of a family member that passed away. And those images are gold to them. I feel fortunate that I have hundreds, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but to me, it'll never be enough. Like I'll still search hard drives to find old images of him. And so I think about that and I think about how I want to make sure 100% that I do that for my clients on their wedding day, whether that's with their mom, with their grandma, with their sister, their best friend. I want the whole gamut. (laughs) I want them all covered (laughs) because the minute that the minute a person is gone, those images tenfold in value. You know what I mean? They're just, that's all you have left. You have you have the memories in your head, which is nice. It's wonderful. But to have something tangible printed in front of you that you can walk by every day. And we have this image, this big image of my dad in the living room. We haven't hung it up yet. Like we brought it home from the celebration of life. It just sits there. I love it. True. It goes and sits in front of it and reads books and talks to Papa. I mean, it's the epitome of him. Like it's his smile. It's his everything. And uh, to be able to have that is huge. And so that just truly pushes me to give that to my clients. And, you know, I've already run into it. So like, so my dad passed away in January, January 5th. And then I had a wedding January 19th. And I wondered how it was going to be. I wondered if I would get emotional during the father-daughter dance, that type of thing. And so I went and the the bride's dad was just the cutest, nicest man. He was a farmer. He just, he didn't like to be dressed up. He didn't want that. And he talk to me about, oh, I'm going to break your camera. Don't get too many pictures of me. Don't even worry about that. And I'm like, oh, buddy, <laughs> let me tell you. Yes, let me tell you. Like, and I didn't want to go into what my history was or what what was going on in my life. But I just wanted to be like, you are getting photographed. <laughs> and like, we are getting lots. I'm delivering these to your, to your daughter because she needs them. And, you know, we just laughed and, and joked and bantered back and forth. But I mean... All the dads this year better watch out because I'm going to be on them, you know? Yes, totally, totally. And along the lines of 
printing photos and, you know, we've talked a lot about iPhone photos and how even just having that snap can be super valuable. Um, Do you have any suggestions for listeners who maybe, you know, they're still, they still have their hard drive and they're going to eventually dig through, but I think we're talking about, you know, everyday stuff is important to print as well. Do you have any suggestions on ways that people can either print or use those images, resources that they could seek out? So I make it, I really try hard to just once a month print my photos, whether they're iPhone photos, photos with my big camera, um, just get them printed four by sixes. I don't even care, just something. So I have them and then I put them in a box and Lynn has a box, Truett has a box of photos and they're just all loose. I mean, and I know that's minuscule and minute, but it's something. And so a lot more than most of us are doing probably. (laughs) So I just put a alarm on my phone 15th of the month and it dings yep get some images printed and so yeah I don't maybe go do it right at that second but I know I need to get it done that day or within that weekend to do that um there's so many options out there mpix.com is a, a really great consumer lab that I recommend to everybody to print their own images I'm not a fan of Shutterfly or some of those other sites just because I don't believe the quality is good but sit down even if you put that reminder on your phone, sit down for an hour a month and get something printed off, get them in frames. Think about, you know, anticipate birthdays or mother's days or things like that that are coming up that you can give those gifts out. And then your mom has printed images. I mean, how many of us like text the photos to our moms, you know, here you go, Nana, here grandma, like (laughs) here's your photos and they love it. But when they just love a framed image that much more, or even like a quick little book that you can put together. Artifact Uprising is another company I really like. And they have like the soft, they have these, they're square books, soft cover books. They're affordable. And you can actually go in your Instagram roll or or just your phone roll, select the ones you want. You can do it from your phone. They have an app and then it comes delivered to your house. Like you don't have to sit down in front of a computer. It's that sounds super amazing. Easy. Yes. I just, I think it's funny because, you know, so my eight-year-old daughter has grown up, grown up in this technology age and there's been so many times, you know, so when I do have printed images and I, she loves them and there's been so many times we've been doing something special in her dance costume, whatever. And she's like, I like that mom. I want that, but I want it printed. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. (laughs) So I'm like, run on girl. Yeah. You just keep encouraging me and I will get you those printed images. I mean, how many kids know? That images can be printed. Yes. It's not just on your phone. I can hold it in my hand. I can put it in my room. You know, that's the kind of thing that I think is cool. And I want to encourage that. Yeah. I want to bring that back. I want people to live their images, have their images and not just because I think I told you that when I was going through all those images for my dad, I had two old hard drives that just completely didn't work. And I mean, I thought I was being responsible by having them on hard drives and, you know, but they just, I plugged them in, they just didn't work. And those are the things that can happen. We have all of our images on Facebook or Instagram, but at, remember the Facebook, Instagram, like outage, what was that a month or two yes. ago? You know, the, you know, the reality of that happening very often is not, but think about it. You don't own Facebook. You don't own Instagram. It could all go bye-bye and those images are gone. But if you have them printed in your house in an album and, you know, or four by six prints, they're yours forever. They're yours to pass down. Get doubles. Get doubles. Just like yep. old film. Correct. Throw it in a fire safe box. Yep. I You're agree. good to go. 
Back and they're really, they are there forever. Back your images up. I mean, yes. I have them on external hard drives, but then I also have another backup of an external hard drive and then I back them up, uh, you know, on Dropbox, like have duplicates of that kind of yes. stuff. Yeah. Thanks so much. Yeah. I, guess I always should, love we'll, sitting down and chatting with you. I Thank know. You. <laughs> it's been great. It's been great chatting with you. So, and I just really enjoy all of our conversations that we have. And Thank you. I appreciate you. You reached out to me. When was it? Like a year or two ago? And you're like, hey, let's... He was, it was less than a year ago. Was it really? It like, was like, we've known each other for much longer. <laughs> it's like a lot longer ago. You're like, let's go to pitch and yeah. drink some Drink wine some wine and have some sangria. And it was good. And I'm like, I tell you my whole story. Yeah. Like, <laughs> We met for the first time and we talked for, I think, three hours. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't happen very often, but it's when it does. pretty cool when it does. Yes. Yeah. It's awesome. You're so. doing great things, Kelly. I'm really Thank proud you. of you. Thank you. Thanks for coming and chatting and sharing no problem. all about you. Anytime. Awesome. <laughs> all right. What did you think? I just, Kara has such a beautiful personality and she's just such a genuine person. And I've really loved getting to know her over only the last year, surprisingly. So if you're looking for a wedding photographer who is story driven and, you know, you really just want someone to be there to capture your day beautifully, please reach out to Kara. You can find her online. Her social media handle on Instagram is at cbyatesphoto. And her website is cbyatesphoto.com. That's Yates, Y-A-T-E-S. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I really appreciate it. Don't forget to comment on our post on Instagram. Let us know that you've been listening. Share it with your friends. We really appreciate it. And we'll be back next week with another episode. So see you then.